When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 298. How I Eliminated Binge Eating Completely by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, your narrator of blogs covering health and fitness. I read to you from some of the most popular blogs out there with author permission, of course. And that's in big part due to your support it's helped to keep this podcast going. Now, our goal was to reach $1,000 in donations per month, which would help pay for the cost of running all five of our podcasts and to get some help with editing. And what really is touching me right now, and I'm trying not to get emotional, is that we're about 70% there. I just can't believe it. That's such an amazing thing. Thank you all so much. It's such a huge help. It really shows us that you like what you hear and it motivates us to continue doing this. So if you want to show some support too, come by oldpodcast.com slash support to find out how. Now, before I start getting even more emotional and weeping because of your generosity, let's jump in and hear JC Dean's take on eliminating binge eating as we optimize your life. How I Eliminated Binge Eating Completely by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. Binge eating, according to Wikipedia, is a pattern of disordered eating which consists of episodes of uncontrollable overeating. The problem. Binge eating is a fairly common issue in the bodybuilding and fitness circle. I myself have experienced the woes of this disorder, as have many others I know and have worked with personally. Now, I believe there to be two different scenarios to binge eating. First, you have the small group of fitness enthusiasts who have many binges, and then you have people who experience severe psychological issues with food. The latter group typically will struggle with the disorder for a prolonged period of time and often take drastic measures to compensate for their actions. If you're hearing this and you're in the second group, I highly recommend seeking professional help. This article, on the other hand, is mainly for the fitness enthusiast who, like myself, has struggled with binge eating in the past. How I got into trouble. It all started about four years ago when I began counting calories. I was brainwashed into the whole quote-unquote clean food phenomenon as I was reading every bodybuilding and fitness-related magazine I could get my meat hooks on. 
I was so obsessed with the you gotta eat clean bro mentality that I threw all other sanity to the wind. I was immediately obsessed with brown rice, oatmeal, natural peanut butter, lean chicken breast, etc. I was basically consuming most of the foods deemed clean by the infamous dogma-laden health and fitness community. I somehow adopted the assumption that pizza, burgers, pasta, white bread, and any other fast or quote-unquote dirty food would only be stored as fat and would be suboptimal in terms of energy needs. This wasn't so bad when on a bulking diet because I was eating plenty of food and keeping full most of the time. However, I was developing a really sour relationship with food. I began to look down on others who ate out and those who ordered pizza instead of cooking a chicken breast and brown rice. I found myself constantly craving the food I was restricting. The main reasons were because I could not count the calories and because I assumed it would go straight to my gut. I also began to feel superior to my peers for my abstinence of unhealthy food. It only got worse. As I said, the binging wasn't too much of a problem when on a bulking diet. On a fat loss diet, though, it was my worst nightmare. While I found myself severely restricting my intake, I decided to allow one cheat meal per week. This was an absolute disaster. I would eat clean all week long and end up almost completely reversing my previous week's efforts on Sunday. It would start with a breakfast of lots and lots of bacon, eggs, and hash browns soaked in grease. Then for lunch, I would pig out on whatever was around. Maybe some peanut butter and jelly, cookies, or whatever I could find that was dirty. Then for dinner, it was usually a race to see how sick I could make myself. I would eat an entire pizza, then I would top it off with ice cream, brownies, cookies, and anything else sugary I could get my paws on. I literally ate myself sick on many occasions. The next few days were often filled with overexercising, calorie restriction, and feelings of guilt and anxiety. The mirror wasn't flattering as I usually was holding a ton of water and the scale always revealed an eight to 10 pound weight swing. What did I do? I went to a therapist, got religion, and joined a convent. I kid. I did, however, seek help, although not through traditional methods. I sought help through self-study and personal research. I knew that what I was doing was unhealthy and could not be maintained long-term. I began seeking out those in the field who were smarter and more experienced than I. I looked to those with a science background in nutrition and macro composition. Everything I could read about science-based nutrition, I read. I soon found that in theory, a calorie is just a calorie. If calories can be controlled, it doesn't make an iota of difference as to what effects they will have on body composition. When I say calories, I am more so referring to energy calories such as carbohydrates and fat. Of course, protein is required to maintain lean body mass, but once a certain minimum of protein is met, the other calories are simply used for energy. So I had to make a decision. I could believe all the old school dogma that was leading to my binging, or I could adopt a new mindset and belief system around food and change my life for the better. My experiment. I began controlling my calories, but allowing myself to eat the foods I was craving more often. For instance, instead of a boring chicken breast and brown rice, I had a few slices of pizza and then a protein shake to meet my protein requirements. For breakfast, I would eat the same amount of carbs in the form of sugary cereal as opposed to plain oatmeal. I did this for a couple of months to gather my thoughts and collect data. What did I discover? Food choices do not make a difference at all as long as calories are controlled. A calorie is a calorie. I also lowered my meal frequency to about two to three meals a day instead of six to eight. This allowed for better satiety with each meal. I found that I no longer had the urge to binge anymore. How to eliminate binge eating in three easy steps. One, make a choice. 
Decide you want to stop this behavior and make a plan to do so. Decide the route you're going to take. Plan your work and work your plan. Do not give up if you fail at first. You will not conquer this habit overnight. Two, experiment. Try new approaches until you find something that works for you. Try placing most of your food around workouts or later in the evening. See if that helps with satiety. Manipulate your energy macros. If carbs tend to make you ravenous, switch to a lower carb diet and eat more healthy fat as fat can be known to be more satisfying. If you like to pig out on fatty foods, switch to a higher carb diet with most of the energy coming from fruits and veggies. Try different strategies until one sticks. And three, seek accountability. Make sure others know what you are doing and what your goals are. Tell your friends that you're committing to this. Ask them to check up on you every so often. Write in a journal daily or start a blog to document your progress. If all else fails, get help. There is no shame in asking for help. You just listened to the post titled How I Eliminated Binge Eating Completely by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm glad that JC mentioned that not everything can be solved without external help, without professional help. In the case of binge eating, it could mean there's a true underlying psychological disorder going on. So again, be very careful if you feel like you meet the criteria for binge eating. I also appreciate JC's approach to finding what works for you. We've talked about meal frequency on this podcast many, many times. And I've always said, even if you're trying to bulk up or if you're trying to lose weight, whatever, you do not need to necessarily eat six small meals a day. And JC is the perfect example of that. He found it didn't work for him. He tried it. But when he started to eat two to three meals per day, well, now that suited his lifestyle much, much better. That's what you need to find for yourself. As long as there's balance, meaning a heavy reliance on non-starchy vegetables, whole foods like whole grains, some fruit, lean protein and healthy fats, you're gonna be okay. And for me, my three problem foods are french fries, pizza, and donuts. I don't stay away from those completely. I consume them, but just in moderation. For example, before I eat pizza, because I know I could eat a whole medium by myself, no problem, I'll be sure that I have a salad topped with some nuts, some light dressing, full of lots of different veggies, so that I feel a little bit more full before I dive into that pizza. It'll force me to eat fewer slices. So that's what I mean by consuming in moderation. You can use these little tricks to control your eating habits. You just have to find what's gonna work for you. 
Now, before I go, once again, I want to thank you for your support for all of our podcasts. If you want to help support us, it'd be amazing if you can come by our site, oldpodcast.com support. We have a list of ways you can help, including contributing directly to keep things running. Again, that's all at oldpodcast.com support. That's it from me for today. I hope you're having a great week. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for donating everything you do. I'll be back tomorrow with a post from regular contributor, Roger Lawson. I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.